Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Musai Collective. I'm your host, Lindsay Cabrera, and this is season three. Today, you'll be meeting artist Natasha Kurishkina, who has been crafting exceptionally creative work in almost every medium imaginable for almost her entire life. With the belief that the whole world is a potential canvas, she has made her mark by taking the everyday world and altering it into something more fantastic. Her style is vibrant, colorful, and creative. With her seemingly insatiable drive to create and the incredible depth of the worlds she paints every day, one can't help but wonder if she's not actually tapped into another realm altogether. As a live performer, her canvases are transformed at an incredible pace. With body painting, her subject drastically changes form, becoming a creature that has walked straight out of one of her paintings, bringing you one step closer to her realm as it moves closer to you. Today, we'll be discussing her recent projects, creating from the heart space, combining spirituality and art, and so much more. This vibrant Musai is an artist to watch, and you can follow her on Instagram at Kurashkanism. I hope you enjoy this episode, and here's Natasha Kurashkina on Musai Collective. Hello, Natasha. Welcome to season three of Musai Collective. How are you doing over there today in Toronto? Hello, Masai. I'm good and I'm happy to be here with you. I'm so happy to have you. And I first came into contact with some of your work and your art when you would be doing body painting at Electric Island over the summers in Toronto. And it would always add that extra sparkle to the vibe and the day. And, you know, everyone always loved it. It was like the first thing we would do before the party started. And it was always such a beautiful part of the event and the experience. And, you know, you've been an artist for quite a while now. And you are well known for your body art, your murals and custom designs. So let's get back in time for a moment. And can you tell us a little bit more about your origin story and how it all began for you? Yes, of course. So I started painting when I was a little girl, maybe like four or five years old. And my parents, they like noticed right away that my, like the way I was drying, it was much better than other kids. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they told me. They're like, oh, you right away, you're going to be an artist. And uh, so when I was eight, they put me in art school, a parallel to like the regular school. And I went to that art school for the next 10 years. And that's where like my art education began uh, in many medias uh, for many years and continued on in my life forever, I hope. <laughs> so yeah, like that. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing. I love that it really stemmed from your childhood in like an organic way, you know, and it really became a lifelong career. So, you know, being a full-time artist definitely goes against the more traditional career paths that most people do have. How has your experience been to be able to create from the heart space as a full-time job to truly live in your creative passion each day? Yes. So, uh, of course, I've had other jobs in my life, especially when I was younger and also because I changed the countries and I was 17 so my English wasn't good for a while and I did all sorts of not art related jobs and that was fine it's like was a cool experience to do them but it wasn't making me happy and even after I finished graphic design college and I got the graphic design job here in Toronto sitting at the desk like doing that just just wasn't fulfilling for me and I would be in the night and then go to work and fall asleep desk <laughs> 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 and then wake up 
up and feel like, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I stayed there for about six months until I decided to just leave. Right. And uh, I don't know. I, I told them, like, uh, please let me go. <laughs> and that's, you know, it doesn't make me happy and it's not my passion. And I started being like a freelance artist. And at the beginning, I accepted like all the jobs. It was around like the time that I just moved to Toronto. So I was a new person. And it was also a great way to meeting people. I would accept anything, other speed or collaboration or somebody's creativity and bring it to life. And like step by step, I just, that's what I still do. It's been already 11 years. I'm really thankful that I'm able to do it. And uh, I wouldn't do anything else or nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I do nothing at all. Yeah. That's so amazing. I love that. And, you know, you really have to step by step with your networking and, and maybe you come on board for a certain events or project and then you meet more people at each of these projects and then they think of you when they're doing an event. So it's kind of a snowball effect and probably a lot of referral action as well. But what are some of the projects that you've been working on this past summer? This summer, uh, even though we're coming out of the pandemic, still was able, like there's still some art projects that I was able to do, which is pretty awesome. Like bell box, mural project i applied for a few of them and i got two this year which usually only get one but i got two and it was awesome so i did one in yorkdale and then another one in scarborough so that this project has been around in toronto for, for a bit now it's like over 300 murals it's a, it's a great one because it supports like gives an opportunity for local artists to present their art and also decorates the city with all those electric boxes and then i have like of course i did other projects as well there's one we've been doing this jungle branch at Chotomate restaurant every Saturday only have a few Saturdays left but I've been making this snake face and for, for a performer <laughs> and it's like I'm getting really good at snake right now <laughs> I saw that I was like damn what is this it's exotic I love it people are gonna start hitting you up for Halloween I think well they probably already do but <laughs> uh, yeah Halloween is, is my holiday for sure I'm uh -huh. really busy. I'm I hope sure. this year will clear up for people to come in and feel like not scared and everything and you yeah. know last year was a little weak for sure uh, yeah <laughs> a strange one but, I'm sure <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it Halloween is always fun I, I love to bring you know people's ideas to, to life make them happy and spread the joy and that's like yeah. my mission I love that. Something that most people don't really tune into is the spiritual aspect of art. And, you know, it's a complete energy exchange from an artist to art collector, as well as how your energy actually translates into the art itself. What has your experience been like with this deeper layer of combining art and spirituality within your work? Uh, since I was a kid, I was always very sensitive, you know, to energies around me, people, how I felt. So it's always present in my life, but the science haven't proved it yet. Then I think the science only proved that energy exists like not seven years, seven, eight years ago. That finally it's like, oh yes, if you say bad words to the eyes, ice, you know, or tree or flower, like they will go. And if you say good things. Then they will bloom and or look like beautiful designs. So I feel like I always knew that, but you know, thankful to science, it, it like proved the energy. And of course, it's out there, it's everywhere, and everything around us has an energy. And and it's important for me, like uh, spiritually, like to keep myself happy, make sure I'm balanced and um, in good in good place in my heart. So 
I can share that with people because if I'm not in a good place, then I feel like that's what I would be giving out with my art. But that's not my intention. So the main focus would be always to keep yourself happy. You know, it's like giving the oxygen marks to yourself first and then you you giving it to everyone else. Mm-hmm. And it's the power in art to inspire, to, you know, change someone's life even sometimes. So it's quite a bit of a responsibility. So yeah, the first thing would be to keep myself happy and then I can yeah and actually when we connected a few weeks ago we were talking about some of the murals that you've done around the city and kind of just like your experience with the whole like process of the making a mural you know when you're you're getting to the location the building and you're just like it's blank canvas for you and the process of like designing that filling in the color and then you know when it's completed, taking a step back and watching people experience your mural. And you shared a story with about a lady. Can you share that with us, with everyone? <laughs> uh, yes, of course. So the mural is just a blank canvas and not a lot of people talking to you. But the more I paint, the more things come together. You know, I'll notice more and more people will stop. I was near the traffic light and quite pedestrian area. So as mural was coming along, more and more people would stop their cars. They would hung. They would scream like, nice work. Nice. And they would also be like, oh, nice work. Yeah. (laughs) That was us and like interact. And obviously I was like very friendly and positive, even though uh, they are a bit distracting. But it's like when you do a mural, you get used to it and you're just like ready to answer their questions. And then there was, uh, yes, there's one lady. And when she, she walked by a few times, she came back three times actually. And then one of the times she said, oh, I used to paint, but I stopped because I had a kid. And then, you know, the kid was taking so much time. And I said, well, how old is your kid now? And she said, she's 50. And I'm like, wow, I was like, your kid grew up. You should be paint. <laughs> yeah. And she said, yes. And, and my husband, he passed away. I do have time now. So wow. I told her, like, I hope you will. And I hope she did. Yeah. But something small like that to remind someone that they used to do and art is just so healing and so important and lots of people give it up. We all do it as children, but as we grow up, you know, we forget about it. And yeah. a lot of people don't take it seriously or they don't even recognize it as a job, which was also is part of the experience doing mural when people ask one of the questions like, Are you getting paid for this? Uh-huh. Are you vandalizing? <laughs> We're getting paid this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Educating people and spreading the joy that that art is a job and it can be and if you want to be you can too. Yeah. It's fine too. Like doesn't have to be Yeah. It's possible for sure. I love that. I have been saying for years that life is art. And like you mentioned this too when we were having our chit chat. And I believe that everything we do is art. You know, how we dress, how we cook, how you design your home, like your little decisions that you're making every day, really. How have you really embodied art as a lifestyle to create your own reality? Um, First is like, yes, I also agree with you. Art is everywhere. Everything surrounding us is made by someone, made by humans and for someone, it's like their design, their creation. And we, we totally forget about it. We're, we're spoiled most of the time. But even, you know, the chair you're sitting on, the window you're looking at, the mirror, everything is designed by someone. So, yes, it's all art. And I think uh, when people say they're not inspired, I don't really understand that because everything around us, like if you if you really take your time to think about how it's made or someone had an idea and then it came to life. Now you're, you know, the bed sheet you're sleeping on, like someone created it and this still art. Of course, there's always the questions like, 
what is art and who is the artist and people will argue with you they'll say like no you're a real artist this person is not a real artist but i don't know i feel like art is all around us it's really really important and it's important to recognize it and um, remember it if you don't feel inspired just like think about those things that are already surrounding you I mean, maybe it's not very inspiring, but I, I find it inspiring because everything I have in, you know, this room, it's like, it's, it's made by someone. Even yeah. Like a lamp. <laughs> it's That's a good hard. way of, yeah, no, it's a good way of fitting in. And I feel like everyone listening to this episode is going to start looking around the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, I'm surrounded by art right now, you know? So it's, it's funny because on my wall, wall, yeah, I have yeah. a beautiful painting on my wall and like just everything around me. I'm like, okay, yes. (laughs) But also, it's also about like, don't stop creating. And you're right. There's something that happens as we go from being children to, you know, teenagers, young adults, young professionals, something stops. And it's like, why? Why do we forget about taking the time to maybe just like paint or color, just freelance? Like you don't have to be like artists. Like it can be like, you know what I mean? You just playful in a therapeutic way, you know, because it just, it's, it's almost meditative, I think, you know? It definitely is. And mm-hmm. uh, it's good for your soul. Even to yeah. look at the art because it takes away, like it distracts your brain for a little bit from whatever else you're thinking of. So, yeah. Which is always good sometimes for some minds specifically if we're really busy we think think so much that we get lost in ourselves to be distracted and forget about it for a second yeah i feel like putting you know the paintbrush to a canvas or just like filling in the colors that is distracting yeah it's like it's like art therapy is this is a thing right (laughs) it's also been proven by the science recently yes (laughs) there you go yeah I'm like really want to paint right now so (laughs) so actually you did mention that you're going to be launching a new coloring book soon in the future what's this all about and what made you want to birth this new project so yes a few years ago like everybody became aware that coloring is like coloring something like coloring books is very meditative and uh, it's very peaceful it's very calming and everyone should do it so since then like the market exploded with lots of lots of coloring books and they're like everywhere you can find them in art stores and all that yeah people have been asking me to make me like to make my my coloring book but for a while I thought like but why like it's like, so many exist already but then I realized like but this one will be mine yeah so there's only one of you so you know, people, know of, yeah, yeah people love your work and they love you and they want to support your endeavors and your creations so like I would buy a coloring book from you <laughs> I would you know illustrations yes uh that when i travel i bring my sketchbook and i have tons of like pencil illustrations which i'm converting into digital now cool and yeah i also will include some of my poems in the in this coloring book i think nice yeah you should for sure something to draw something to read something to color something to read yeah i like that <laughs> looking forward to it and can you share with us some of the artist inspirations you've had throughout your career yes of course from when I was a child in the art history I loved Dolly Van Gogh and all the regular cats psychedelic and surreal and colorful and bright and something imaginary and out there and as I grow older like 
I don't, I can't say that I have one specific artist. I mean, there's so many great artists that are, some of them are my friends that I'm inspired by, but definitely Alex Gray would be in, in that place. I would, I would mention that. Yeah. Yeah. He's incredible. Mm-hmm. So incredible. Um, and I also really like, uh, recently discovered Android Jones, like this digital artist, which is also very musical and space like illustrations, lots of 3D art shows that they do, like a dome experience. Cool. Yes. Nice, <laughs> nice. Cool. I like the old, of course, the traditional artists, the people who are in my life that create art and, you know, the very like a new, new age, I guess, digital art. I also appreciate it very much. Yeah, I love art. So <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> Can you also share with us maybe one or two of your muses in your life who is inspiring to you that you'd like to give a shout out to? <laughs> yes, I'd like to give a shout out to my mom. Yay! She's <laughs> just such a wonderful human being. I am really got lucky with, you know, I guess choosing her as my mom. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Always supportive. Even some things that I do that sometimes, you know, she's not sure. She's into it. Uh, she still like supports me and respects my art. She's always the first one to like all my posts. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she's just so peaceful and healing a person. And that she always sends me all my life. She gives me material that makes me a better person. And that guides me to this peaceful place from which I can give that to other people. And yes, she has like very most important uh, for me is, is for who is who I am turned out, right? And also supporting me all these years and believing in me that, you know, I'm an artist. And yeah. Really cool. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Yeah, <laughs> That's <thank> lovely. <laughs> hey, mom. Just shout outs to mom. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. It's like if I was to choose one, which is really hard, you know, there's so many muses. But the, the main one would be... Of course. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. So we're going to get to our follow your bliss finale question. Can you share with us one positive affirmation? Well, so hard to choose two. Always to choose one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, this is something I thought of myself a while back. So it goes like every creation has a potential to be master. And what it's about is that not necessarily that you will create a masterpiece, but while you're creating, to keep that in mind, so you'll keep creating. Uh, sometimes people will start making art and they'll spend very little time on it and they feel discouraged. Maybe it doesn't look very good at the start. But if you keep that in mind that it does have a potential to become something, then maybe you will be able to work on it further for it to become something. Because truly... It will become something only if you continue to work on it, right? For sure, yeah. Okay, then you stop and nothing happens. So every creation has a potential to be a masterpiece. I love it. Yeah, I love that. Whether, you know, are you arranging something in your own? Like, masterpiece (laughs) is also such a broad, like maybe lots of expectations, but it's the same as beauty, you know, in the eye of the beholder. So, yeah. I love that. Thank you so much. 
I love this. <laughs> yes. Words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha, thank you so much for being on the podcast today and sharing your journey and your story and your inspiration. And everyone, I will tag Natasha's muses in her description profile. And I'll also be sharing some of Natasha's art on our stories and on our page. You can check it out. And yeah, Natasha, I hope to see you in the future. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. And like, I'm just honored to be part of your podcast. Yeah. Yay. Yes, 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 yes. Well, best of luck. And I can't wait for this coloring book to come out. (laughs) I will keep you posted. Thank you so much. See you soon.